Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. These pounds, no. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the she in sanctification. Because, <laughs> of course. Back at it. Because, of course, right. we are. Right? I think in one of our more recent episodes, we were like, we're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to where <laughs> Oh, did we say that? She. Oh, no. But I don't think we, we didn't shake on it or anything. No. There, there was, wasn't like a blood oath. There was no pact at all. So... <laughs> It's not real. <laughs> um, my name is Summer. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, I just want you to know that doing a podcast with you is in no way a struggle. And it is very sanctifying. But not because it's hard. <laughs> just a real important qualifier there. <laughs> not, right. not because it's hard. Right. It's not like a refiner's fire. Or Everyone something. finds out right now that I'm a huge diva <laughs> and like really difficult to work with. She actually has a rider that that, that, uh, that we have yeah. to fulfill mm-hmm. um, when she shows up here to the studio. Right. Yeah. It's bottled water, three kittens, mm-hmm. and a quinoa salad. Uh huh. And a basket of oranges from a very, very specific island. Yes found yes what am i i can't tell you guys pecans from a very specific pecan farm well it's not a specific pecan farm it's a specific person who picks the (laughs) the pecan (laughs) yeah it can really be any pecan farm but it needs to be this guy that picks them he really knows right yeah yeah so i just i finished (laughs) season one of up and vanish this morning Uh uh-huh so pecan farms are just really oh i know i know that I don't know. The other day I was telling Matthew about it and I called it a pecan farm and he was like, no. pecan. And I was like, I don't know. I grew actually, um, oh no. Someone that was in my life yeah. for a long time called it pecans. No. And so I don't know if that was like a little bit of that coming through or whatever. Who would want to eat something called a pecan? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Stop it. It's a pecan. <laughs> And I don't care how, like, French-sounding that is. <laughs> I you know there are probably people listening right now. They're like, what? Yeah. Well, I say pecan. I want to help them. <laughs> no one wants to eat something called a pecan. <laughs> and that's the same problem I have with meatloaf. Because meatloaf is actually delicious. Yeah. Who named it meatloaf? It's disgusting. Someone who had had a really long day <laughs> and they were like i don't know what it's a loaf of meat meatloaf ew lazy anyway where are we um right is the word loaf like inherently like what about a bread loaf that's the only thing that's supposed to be in a loaf form is something oh. that's bready <laughs> obviously <laughs> do you want a tuna loaf oh want some no chicken loaf no I they mean, used to have that, but there was a lot of jello involved. Salmon loaf. I mean, it's just when you add loaf to the end of like any. Loaf is kind of an interesting word, and <laughs> it's, it's starting not... to not mean anything <laughs> now and that it's... we've said it so much. It's gross. And so I think my whole life I had this aversion to meatloaf because of what it's called. Okay. And then 
I just one day was like, I'm going to try to make one that doesn't gross myself out uh-huh. just by its very name. Right. And it was delicious. Yeah. And so I kind of got over my fear of the meatloaf. Mm-hmm. But you are but petitioning still, for a rename. Like I said it right now and my stomach hurts a little bit. <laughs> so We'll figure out a different name. Okay. If you guys have a different name for <laughs> meatloaf, call us at 470-465-0475. That's it. That's and the one. Please give us a better name for meatloaf and stop calling pecans pecans because it's weird. It's your turn to compliment <laughs> me now. <laughs> That's how this goes. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I am Joy and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And I just want you to know that doing this podcast is an adventure. Sometimes more than others, yes. including today, because we're here all by ourselves. All so by I ourselves. am co-hosting the show That's and right. recording it yeah. from the other room. Yeah, but I'm are, in this room. You're the producer and the star, right? Which only like Bradley Cooper can do, or something. And, and oh, Amy I Adams. I didn't think about it like that. And Shailene Woodley. I mean, a lot of people. A lot can of do people. It, apparently, yeah. <laughs> but very talented people <laughs> is the point. I usually just think of it as like people with a lot of money. Oh, I I think of it as people with like a lot of time. Oh. <laughs> like how I am so curious how someone like films in and produces and stars. That's and, a lot of work. Like, are you so tired? I'm like worried about them, which is silly because they're fine. You're like looking at them while they're in it. Yeah. And like, oh, I can see it there. I you can just it. see that producer work really weighing heavily on them. Yeah. They're using it, though. They're, yeah. They're really <laughs> channeling the exhaustion. That's what you're doing, right? Right. Okay. Um, but anyway, I, I'm I'm just glad to be on this adventure with you, and I'm not worried at all. <laughs> I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was, like, trying to read. So there is a fe- there is this fear. Right. That at the end of this episode. We'll find out that it was never recorded. Right. And it'll be a lost episode. Right. Which we only have one of so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to be the other lost no. episode. We only plan on ever having one lost episode. It was a really good episode. Like right now while I'm talking. Yeah. The computer could be not recording us in <laughs> I there. I know. And, then, and I just don't know that. And what would we even... And we just don't even have time to make it up. and Because who has time when you produce things and star in them? Right. Yep. <laughs> and so we are just going to trust that everything goes well today and have fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Which I can do easily with you. Right. Obviously. We just have fun. Because this is not a struggle. I don't think, I wonder, um, I would let, you know how SRP or APS will send you like a report of your electricity usage? Yes. I want to know, I want to have like a, a report like that come uh-huh. to me Yeah. Um, about my, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this, of like my talking. Like how like much on this talking day, you've done you had, in one day? Yeah. Okay. You like spike. Yeah. Because I feel like every other Friday. You're talking, <laughs> your word count for the day is just way up right, there. That's what I want. I want like. Right. Yeah. They do. Um, Your phone can tell you how much time you spend on certain apps. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did know that. I found out about that. Yeah. Um, I try not to look at that as much right. as possible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've got a step counter. I don't think we have a word counter yet. Which 
you know, honestly, I'm also okay with because they would be hearing every single thing you said, which I'm sure they already do. Yeah. At least I can already listens to you, but at least I can like pretend it doesn't. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, you know, I saw, did, I don't know if you guys have seen the video of that, um, driverless Domino's delivery car. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, this is just a follow-up to that episode where I told you guys, like, I really don't feel good about this, but it's only because I don't feel good about the government really. Mm -hmm. Like, the tech is really great, but the government is not. Right. You're um, afraid of what people will use it for. Right. But like there are, it's a, there's a test market where the Domino's has these driverless delivery cars and it like pulls up to your house and there's like an iPad on the outside. You put in the code they gave you and it like rolls down the window and you grab your pizza and it like did it perfectly. And this guy recorded it cause he's in the test market and he was like, look what this car can do look, this car is the only car that goes the speed limit in the neighborhood. <laughs> and then, like, once the guy got the pizza, the car, like, a voice came over and was like, uh, thank you. Thank you, whatever. Step away from the vehicle. Because, like, it was about to, like, start Go. rolling. And it was just, like, it was so crazy to see that. Because we've been watching that happen, like, in movies forever. Yeah. Not specifically, like, pizza delivery. But, you know, just, like, yeah. driver, like, technology that's doing things for you in a way that only a human has ever done it before and so it's just like so fascinating to see it like actually happening well so my only problem really reveals a lot about me as a person okay Uh uh-huh which is that if i order food i don't want to go outside and get it Um, I understand what that says about me in this moment. It's, it's very clear, Uh but, um, also there it is. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually don't know what to say about that. I mean, I guess like it's a little, no. Okay. I do also, I don't live in a house. I live in an apartment. Right. So it's not like. Right. You can't just walk a couple steps out your front door. Right. But I am also maybe admitting that I wouldn't want to do that either. It's too much. Bring it to my door. <laughs> or I'm not impressed. Well, isn't the point of it to kind of be like, I don't want anyone to see me with this Domino's pizza. I mean, I just, I don't like Domino's pizza. Like they know I live alone. Right. They know I live. <laughs> they know I'm alone. And they know I just ordered a pizza. They know everything about they me They know now. I'm going to eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> At one time. Just kidding. Oh, um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um, this was actually, this is a topic you brought up. Mm-hmm. It was. And tell us about it. Okay. Um, I, I was thinking about, um, a word that we Christians use all the time. And I want to make it clear that like, this isn't like a semantics episode. This isn't like, don't use this word. I just, it, um, it just made me think about how often we use this word inappropriately and how it sort of retracts from the meaning of it when we actually do try to use it appropriately. Yep. So this is just a conversation. Yep. This isn't, this is the collection of thoughts that, that I've had (laughs) About this. Welcome to Joy's Collection of Thoughts Hour. Right. <laughs> and so the word is like, sh- is struggling. Struggle, struggling. Struggling, yes. I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling right now. Right. Um, and basically, I was just thinking about how often we use the word struggling mm-hmm. when we're not actually doing that. 
what we mean by that is I'm I'm sinful and I'm having a hard time. Right. Um, but if you're struggling with your sin, you're actually like there's an action involved, right. like some sort of fight. Yes. Um, and so when we're having a hard time, mm-hmm. we say I'm struggling and it's kind of like a euphemism. It's a way for you to say like things are happening in my life right. um, without being like, oh, I lie and steal and cheat and all this stuff, <laughs> right? you know? Right. Um, and so, like I said, this is not like an issue of semantics. I'm not saying like the Bible says, mm-hmm. don't you use that word incorrectly. Right. That's not what I'm saying. Right. It was just a thought that I had. Um, well, it's interesting that you said like as a euphemism. Right. Uh, and I think sometimes I was going to ask you, do you think it's more often a euphemism or is it hyperbolic? Like you're not really struggling. You're right. like just giving in. Right. And then, but you're, but you're kind of playing it off as, oh yeah, I'm totally fighting this thing. Right. But like, are you really right. fighting this thing? Right. So, so my point is, yeah, like struggling with something is really different right. than just experiencing something right (laughs) like I'm experiencing the consequences of my sin or I'm struggling with my sin right and it it really made it was convicting to me because I have used that turn of phrase many many times I think we all do yeah as a way to just say like I'm not doing well necessarily or I'm having an issue with this one particular thing Mm -hmm. um but I think that phrase goes out of the window Mm -hmm. when you find yourself really struggling right like there there have been times in the past life (laughs) the past few lives life well we don't believe in lives here (laughs) past lives anyway just to be clear um where you are really like every time you have that thought every time you tell yourself that lie you're like nope giving that to god giving that to god and you do that and you've done it 67 times in a day. And by the end of the day, you're exhausted. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's kind of like a self-control mm-hmm. issue, obviously. Like we all we're very finite. So we this, of course, isn't true exactly, but it's almost as though most humans, they have a capacity. They have like a certain amount of times they can use self-control yes. well in the day. Yes. And then by the end of it, depending on what it is, you know, yeah. it's not an exact science or anything. Yeah. But by the end of the day, you're tired. Like even if you're just on a diet in the morning, you're like, no, I'm good. I don't need that chocolate muffin. Right. And then by the end of the day, you're like, where was that chocolate muffin? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and so I think that's obviously like a very lighthearted comparison to what we're talking about. But I think that what I realized was that there was a difference between those days where I was like, no, that's a lie. Like, I'm giving that to you, God. I trust you. I'm praying. I'm in I'm uh, singing worship songs. I am focusing on you. Like when my attention wavers, like I bring it back in. And and the, the struggle that that involves is entirely different from. I'm just really not feeling the motivation to fight my sin at all. Right. Um, or I'm dealing with the consequences of sin. Right. That I'm not dealing with. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was kind of interesting because we really do, we use the word struggle to describe something. It almost sort of, um, 
it like softens what that really is. It does. It detracts from what you're actually um, doing from what you're actually doing. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying like, don't use that word or right. Whatever. It was just sort of an observation that I made. Yeah. That was interesting. And I think that, um, it just leads back to what we talk about all the time, which is just being discerning of sin and killing sin. And, um, I don't know. It just seemed like maybe something somebody else would understand if I talked yeah. about it into a microphone. No, it's true. And I think like because saying I'm struggling with is such it's such a part of our Christian vernacular. Mm-hmm. And I think even just the world, right, of like American vernacular, um, because it's it, it sounds politically correct in a way. Right. Um, instead of just coming out and saying you know, um, I don't agree with what you're saying. You'll say, you know, I might struggle with understanding what you're talking about right now. Like if you're trying not to be like to create conflict, it's almost like a more politically correct way to state what you're really feeling. Right. Um, and I'm not like, obviously we're not saying that it's never an accurate thing to say. Right. Uh, and so I wonder, is there an aspect where we should want to redeem the phrase and like, be more careful about how we use that to explain what's going on in our sanctification and right. in our spiritual life. And like, because I mean, I think you would agree there is a way that's honest that you could say, I am struggling with X yeah. sin. And like, you really are fighting it. Right. You, you really are it. grappling with it. You really are working through it. Um, it's not just like I'm giving into this sin and I don't like it. Yeah. I think, for me, when I'm misusing that phrase, that's what I mean. Right. Like, I'm in this sin and I don't like it. Like, I don't yeah. like that I'm in this sin. Right. But, like, am I really, like, mortifying that sin right. with all of... Am like, I struggling because of something I'm doing? Right. Or am I struggling because I'm being obedient? Right. Those are two different things. Yeah. And so that is, that's kind of like the balance of the Christian life, which is that, like we know that we are freed from the condemning power of sin. But at the same time, we are commanded to every single day, take every thought captive, mortify indwelling sin. And that's a battle and it's work. So there's like this rest that we have in Christ and there's this freedom and there's this peace. And we know that what, Christ has started in us, he will finish. He will bring it to completion. But at the same time, we are responsible um, to fight our sin like all day, every day. And like you said, like it is exhausting. Like there actually is, you said it's not scientific. And that's funny because it's not scientific. But there is proof that as you go through the day, right. all of us, your willpower begins to diminish. Yes. And that's why there's like this science of successful people do all of the things. First thing they do every day are the things they don't really want to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you wait to do those things till the end of the day, you're less likely to do them because yeah. you've already exerted willpower throughout the day. Right. Um, which is just a really interesting study that I read one time about like willpower and why some people are more successful and when you should do the things you don't want to do. And I found that in my own life too. Like if I make it my business to do everything in the morning that I really don't want to do, right? <laughs> then I have the rest of my day to do things that I enjoy doing and it's easier that way. Yeah. 
Um, so it's just interesting that you brought that up. But that's the thing with sin is that regardless of how much willpower you have or how tired you are, or what the circumstances are, there's no excuse. Right. Um, and so I think that in terms of sanctification, uh, maybe because we are responsible to take every thought captive, we should also be very careful with how we speak about our sin because yeah. how you speak is going to frame how you feel a lot of times. Right. Um, well, we talked about um, a few episodes ago, we talked about wise counsel. Mm-hmm. And I think that I mentioned this, like you're the person that is giving you counsel can only give you counsel based off of the information that they have. So if you're going to someone for counsel or it's going to someone to say like, I'm struggling for real. Um, what's really going to benefit you is not stopping there. And I'm not saying that everyone just stops there. That's not the implication of this. But the idea is that if you if you find yourself using I'm struggling as a way to just say like, eh, I'm not really doing well, but I'm not also not really interested in getting into it right now. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> then maybe you should consider getting into it right now. Right. Um, or if someone really, really asks you, like, how are you doing? Right. And your first instinct is to say, oh, you know, I'm struggling, but I'm getting through, you know, God is good. Uh, it might be a good place to just say, like, let's meet because I'm really <laughs> right. having a hard time. <laughs> right. And really get into something right. real and not just rely on, because we're, we're all going to know we're, we're promised the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all know that about each other. It's sort of an unsaid thing. We all know we're all struggling. We are all. <laughs> to not sin. And we're all sin on the struggle bus. Be obedient, you know. <laughs> right. So it's really, um, I guess my like observation of it was that sometimes like we can use it to not go as far as we need. Yeah. To go. And I'm not, that's not an indictment large scale. That's just right. something to think about. Right. Because it is, it, I hear myself saying it sometimes. Yeah. And then I'm just like, wait, am I really struggling? And that's like a good, th- I think it's a good thing to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, am I really struggling? Or do I just not like, I mean, because if you're a believer, like the Holy Spirit is going to, is bringing you conviction oh, of yeah. your sin. Yeah. Um. So you, if you're really in sin, like you're not going to like it. We don't like, <laughs> you know, sin. You won't feel like long-term peace right while you're doing long-term sin right so it's like when i say i'm struggling with x y and z am i just saying i'm in this sin and i don't like it and that's like a really good kind of question i've been asking myself is like what i say would i honestly say i am actively fighting right this thing right um so oh that's what i was going to ask you and <laughs> i feel like in a sense we're going to sound like a broken record, but in a sense that's good because I I am hoping that our advice here is based on scripture, which doesn't change. Right. But um, if someone is actively struggling with sin, what what would you tell them? Like, what are some steps they should be taking if there's a sin that they want to successfully struggle? Like if they are if they are tired at the end of the day. From struggling all day, or maybe they maybe they're realizing that they're innocent and they haven't struggled against it. What should they do? Um, go to someone who loves you. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are obviously certain things I think it would be appropriate to immediately take to your elders, but not really everything. Yeah. Um, there is, I think we all have, and this is why things like this happen. We, we get these little euphemisms like, oh, you know, I'm struggling, but God is good. We, we get that because um, we don't, because it, it placates that we're supposed to be a part of the body. Mm-hmm. Like it, it pays homage to that, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically sharing your struggles involves a lot of vulnerability yeah. and intimacy. Mm-hmm. And depending on what you're doing, you may not look very great when you say what you're doing. Right. <laughs> um, and so there is, there's like an element of concealing sin. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an element of pride. Mm-hmm. There's an element of just sort of, uh, you know, feeling kind of exposed and, mm-hmm. and, and real and open. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that is the, like the body is, is there to bear burdens. Mm-hmm. That is one of the specific things that the body does. And um, when you get tired exactly what you need is for someone to help you carry what you're carrying like that when you are forced when you are carrying something that you can't put down you have to keep carrying it um the you 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 can't put it down so you your only option is to find someone to help you with it um that's the only way to relieve the burden that that just is there yeah like other than other than casting it aside, which which we can't do. Right. Um, other than with like a physical material burden. Right. Um, you know, but this is our job. Yeah. This is our job here mm-hmm. to be obedient and to mm-hmm. glorify God. And so when that job gets hard mm-hmm. because we're sinful, we live with a bunch of sinful people. Mm-hmm. Really, the the best thing that you can do is go to another person that's right if you've been struggling you've been going to god all day right of course that is enough mm-hmm. but he 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 gave you this support he gave you this person this group of people to help you carry that thing you're carrying that you're feeling tired of carrying right right yeah i mean that's exactly what i was going to say like just you have to use the means of grace that god's given yeah um and so some of those means like ways that we fight sin are through confession. Yeah. Um confession of your sin, um the community of your church and your body. We're supposed to be here for each other, building each other up. Mm-hmm. Um obviously prayer, we're commanded right. to go to God in prayer. Yeah. Um I and- think there's some there is a comparison that could be made to like with self-control mm-hmm. and like physical strength, mm-hmm. um, which is that like the more strength you build, mm-hmm. the more God has given you the capacity to handle. Right. Um, so like the more you exercise those muscles. Right. Um, the the m- more expertly. You're going to handle, you, you're going to be, yeah. handle your sin. Mm-hmm. That's just like mm-hmm. sanctification right there. Right. Um, I would say that if you're not um, a committed member of a local church, that's going to make the battle against sin like really hard. We're commanded mm-hmm. to 
meet with other believers in corporate worship um, on a weekly basis as long as you are physically able. Yeah. And um, so not like forsaking that is really going to damage your sanctification mm-hmm. and your spiritual life. Um, and then, I mean, if you're not reading scripture, if you're not eating. If you're not maintaining that like those self-control muscles those spiritual burden-carrying yeah muscles yeah if you're not fellowshipping with god yeah of course you're in sin right and you're not fighting it like there's no way that you're fighting it (laughs) um and that's not to like beat anybody over the head but to say that like god has been very clear about how he is to be worshipped and what our responsibilities are to our fellow believers um that we should be in prayer that we should be delighting in his word eating of the feasts that he's given us in scripture and so yeah if you frequently find yourself not really struggling against sin like i i'm almost willing to bet that you are not partaking in any of these means of grace that god has commanded us right to use so my exhortation would be to do that. Yep. <laughs> like, just do that. Yep. Um, it, not that it's a fix all, not that all of a sudden you're not going to be a sinner anymore and you've defeated it all because you're always going to be a sinner until the day that you die. Um, but I just think, uh, I think any of us who have been Christians for any amount of time can testify to the fact that um, sin is a major hindrance to those things. And those things are a major hindrance to sin. Yeah. So use them <laughs> that's it that's all i got that's really it i don't have a feminist of the week this week i don't either um but i do want to tell you guys that joy is an amazing producer and <laughs> we are obviously a very small operation around here <laughs> so if you want to help keep the mics on please join us at patreon.com slash theologians five six seven seventy five dollars a month really helps us out that's a ridiculous amount but um i mean if you want to i mean we're not gonna stop you um (laughs) oh look i found that cord i said i couldn't find (laughs) here it is (laughs) so earlier joy was like back in the cave and we were like doing mic check like doing all this on our own (laughs) and she was like is the auxiliary cord out there and i was literally crawling under the table like none of these are an auxiliary cord well and there's the reason why you couldn't find it because it's on the table it's on the table <laughs> right in front of me you're looking under it <laughs> someone out there is like women noobs women all right you guys uh that is it for this week and we will see you next week i'm gonna go see if this recorded bye I heard the shuffle of angels He called my name and my heart stood still When he said, John, go do my will Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down